So um, I was putting Hadassah to sleep last night. Um, most of you know, my, my three-year-old daughter. And um, I'll let you answer that. Um, and, uh, you know, it's always a pleasant experience putting her to sleep at night. And um, she's getting older. And um, she's basically a teenager now to me. I know it sounds, <laughs> sounds silly to you guys. But um, uh, she asked me this question that, that uh, in, one, in one point made me very proud. And, and the other, another part broke my heart. Um, and she said to me, um, hey, Daddy, uh, where, where is God? You know, she said to me, where is God? And I, and I, you know, I, I, those moments when you're parenting, you say to yourself, man, I hope I do this one right. <laughs> hope I don't screw this one. I certainly had enough training to answer this question. <sighs> but yet it's still difficult. Um, and I was happy that she asked the question. She asked the question just the other day to Rachel. What happens if we don't do what God says? Um, so that was, of course, uh, Rabbi Rachel answered it perfectly. Right? <laughs> She said, God would be upset, but, uh, you know, God would still love you. Um, and I said to her, um, I hope this answer was okay. I said to her, um, do you feel the air? And she says, yes. And I said, do you see the air? And first she pointed to the fan that's in her room. And I said, well, the air is not in the fan, you know, the air is everywhere. And she says, but you don't see it. And, and like a lot of kind of conversations with three-year-olds, then it went to, can you read me this Peppa Pig story? You know? <laughs> but it, it got me thinking. Um, I'm happy that she is asking these questions, but it sort of, for me, sort of represented a, a sad failure, um, maybe on my part, but just a sadness about where, where we are and, and the state of being. Why don't we feel God? She feels the air that surrounds her. She feels so many other things, joy, sadness. And if God is the most uh, powerful thing in the whole entire world, why doesn't, why doesn't my daughter feel that? And it makes me really sad. Um, because she should. And we all should. It should be easy to feel God. God surrounds us at all times. God is the most powerful force in our lives. God controls everything. Yet... We question God at every moment, and we don't feel God palpably. And it brings me back to a, a famous teaching about the temple, um, that when each and every Jew used to walk into the Beit HaMikdash, they used to feel 100% clearly God's presence. And that was the most palpable part about the Beit HaMikdash. didn't matter what, whether you were a Torah scholar, didn't matter whether you were the Kohen Gadol, didn't matter whether, whether you didn't know anything maidservant, whatever it may be, you would feel so palpably the presence of God that it was obvious. It was absolutely obvious. And people would come from around the world, even non-Jews would come to the temple because there they felt God's presence. And that's why when the holy name of, of Hashem was pronounced um, in the temple, everyone would bow down because it was so obvious that they were calling a name that was present. And I think in my heart of hearts, I... I wish the temple still existed for that reason. I wish we could all go to Jerusalem together and walk into this space and immediately, without any work, feel God's presence. Where 100% of us could all say, God is here. God is with us. And maybe even when we leave and we don't feel that presence is palpably, we at least had that experience and we know 
And we know that we can return to that holy place and know that, that God is present. I would love to bring my daughter to Jerusalem and have her feel that presence, that embrace of God. But we don't have that. The temple was destroyed 2,000 years ago. And we pine every day for its building again. <laughs> Many of us think that the temple is about killing animals and blood, sacrifices. That's only the outer exterior. What the temple was about was feeling a palpable presence of God in our life. And you might say to me, well, what's the point? What's the point of moaning and groaning about something we lost 2,000 years ago? I think our mourning and our sadness and our yearning gives us a goal. It gives us an orientation of where we want to go in life. Tor still commands us every day to try to feel God in our heart, to try to experience God in our lives, to, to recognize and to have full faith in God's presence, even though we won't feel God's presence in the same way that the temple was, unless the temple's established again one day but that we can pine for that in our lives at every moment. How do we build our homes? How do we build our homes? I, I wish that Hadass would be able to point at our home and say, just like she pointed at the fan with the air, that she could point at our home that we built for her and say, God is present, God's here. I wish she could have said, well, it's easy, dad. God's, God's present in the temple of Aaron, right in there, the Torah. I wish she could have pointed palpably to her heart and said, God's right here. But that's not, we haven't been successful in building that yet. And maybe we will. And that is instructive to us as parents about what we're aiming for and what we're trying to create for our daughter and in a larger extent, our community as a whole. How do we make our institutions, whether Beth Jacob, Temple of Aaron, but also Jewish Federation, uh, you know, I hope some of you are going to the Israeli Scouts concert at uh, Lake Harriet Banshell today. Um, how do we make Twin Cities a place where you walk down the street and you feel God's presence? I pine for a day that we can feel that. Maybe it'll happen when Mashiach finally comes, but at least we can build a little bit of that together. Make it feel God's presence palpable in these places and these sanctuaries we built for each other. And maybe one day Hadassah will no longer ask that question because it will be just as obvious as the air that God's presence is with her.